Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. All righty. Welcome. It is Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. Good to be with you on a uh, Friday. And uh, right now, and we're going to get into other stuff, too, before the end of the show. But uh, I want to hear from school teachers. And again, forgive the repetition. I have a way of doing that in my uh, private life and my public life. Um, But I had a beautiful lady walk up to me last night, and I thought, wow, I'm going to get lucky. Well, no. Um, She said, you're Tom Bowerly. And I said, unfortunately. And she said, why do you hate school teachers or you hate school teachers? And I just looked at her like she had three heads because never in my life have I said anything that would logically lead anybody to that conclusion. And I think uh, I was mistaken for somebody else who used to work here. And it comes with the territory. Um, I mean, nothing I ain't nothing I can do about it. Now, if you are a school teacher, I would love to hear from you about your job. It's July. Um, this is a chance for school teachers to be heard. What is your driving passion? Why did you get into it? Here's CJ in uh, Buffalo on WBEN. CJ, hi. Hi, Tom. <laughs> Do you think I hate school teachers? Is that the perception? No, not at all. I yeah, am not it was, a teacher. It was so weird. Mother, yeah. my I am not a school teacher, but my mother was uh, school teacher, and I happened to have this very conversation yesterday with a good friend. And teachers get blamed for low reading scores and such, but no one calls out parents that don't demand homework and good sleep and good meals, not to mention good manners. Good Ooh. manners could change the world. And I think teachers and parents should be partners not adversaries. Well, I don't know if you heard me say this earlier, but uh, my long-held belief in education is it is actually a triangle approach. You've got the teachers, you've got the parents, and you've got the students. And each of them must play a role in keeping the triangle equilateral. Sure. And I think it really starts at home. Um and it's, it's sorry state of affairs that uh, these kids aren't getting it at home. Not all kids, but some kids. And they can be disruptive enough to make it uncomfortable for other students. Do, okay, but 
do you think, um, just out of curiosity here, do you think that today's product of public education in particular is as smart as the product of yesterday? And I ask that because my brother, Dick, is uh, 12 years my senior, and I believe that he received a better education than I did because he took Latin. They didn't offer Latin when I was at Kenmore East. In other words, do you think people are being dumbed down, and is it intentional? Well, I, th- I think uh, I, I don't even know how to answer that. I, I'm a product of Buffalo Public Schools, and I'm probably about the same age as your brother. And the teacher that changed my life was my fifth grade world history teacher. And she opened up the world to us. And every year she would have a lunch from around the world and invited parents to volunteer Um, They volunteered their knowledge about other cultures, their music, their clothes, their food, and it was wonderful. And maybe there's just not enough parents that want to volunteer in the schools anymore to help these teachers. We had so many parents, even when my daughter, who was in her 30s, we had so many parents come in a couple times a week to... um, to present topics and talk and help out the teachers. It was, it was nice. Indeed. Indeed. So uh, just out of curiosity, what got you into the, what, what got your mother into the teaching profession? Oh my goodness. Um, well, after all her babies were born, um, she went back to college when she was around 40 years old, got her degree and taught in Buffalo Public Schools for 35 years. So I kind of grew up, I grew up with a mom as a teacher, and it just, it was second nature to us. You went to school, you learned, you didn't act out, nobody hit anybody. Um, Actually, there was one incident, I remember when my daughter was in school, and she asked me, to change her, ask the teacher to change my seat because I don't like the student that's sitting next to me. And I told her, well, you know, we have to learn how to get along with everyone. And that complaint just disappeared in a day or two. I didn't give in. I held my ground. And all was well. And, you know, you can't, sometimes you just got to be a little stricter and Mm. it seems sad that some parents don't do that anymore well and as a parent and i think i'm guilty of this as well there's also the not my child syndrome and then you find out that yeah it really was your child and they really did screw up well i always chuckled when i would hear a parent say my child wouldn't lie (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah uh <laughs> yeah, been been down that road. I'll tell you that much, and uh, it basically makes you look like a total tool. Uh, to be very frank with you, um, anything else that you wanted to say about teachers? Maybe uh, what people don't get about teachers, what they don't understand. Oh my goodness, I could go on forever. I think. Oh I please, would like to say please something. do. I've got till six o'clock. You can take the show. <laughs> well. Uh, The only other comment I would like to make 
is about banning books. And I don't think you should ban books. I think you should talk to the librarian and just set the librarian straight, but don't ban any books. You know? Uh, what, what books in particular uh, have you heard about being banned uh, that bother you? Oh, no, no books bother me. I've no, read but it. is there a specific book that has been banned that is sticking in your craw? Wherever your craw oh, is in your anatomy, I that. don't know. Well, I can remember, I think my daughter, who is in her 30s, I think she probably read two-thirds of all the books that they're trying to ban. I'm thinking of The Handmaid's Tale. I'm thinking of The Bluest Eye. I'm thinking of The Kite Runner. Um, she read all those books. She knows all about Anne Frank. She wasn't traumatized by that. She learned a lot. And, oh, another uh, another interesting um, piece that I heard about was there were some teachers that asked their superintendent if it was okay to say slavery was bad. I don't understand why teachers would have to ask a question like that. Very interesting indeed. Uh, I thank you very much. I appreciate the call. Appreciate hearing from you on uh, WBEN. Uh, and that is uh, CJ. Now, I'm not sure if we have more teachers or relatives of teachers who uh, want to call in and talk about the profession, for which I might add, I have a great deal of respect. And uh, there was a social studies teacher way back when, seventh or eighth grade, and uh, I did a presentation, or should I say I tried to do a presentation on Watergate, and I'm going to tell you it was one of the worst presentations that has ever been given in any public school, in any classroom, at any time, any generation. And uh, the teacher just looked at me and said, yep, teaching is a lot harder than it looks, isn't it? And that never went away. I didn't properly prepare for the presentation. I thought I could wing it, but uh, yeah, that's uh, that uh, obviously was not the answer. Okay, it is uh, 17 minutes after five at News Radio 9:30 WBEN. So you guys want to have some fun? The uh, last part of the show. You guys want to have a little bit of fun? Okay, I know that you guys like to point out the uh, grammatical and speaking errors of other people. What drives you crazy? When people say what, it drives you crazy. And um, I was in a situation a few weeks ago with somebody who said, I seen, I seen this, I seen that. There are certain grammatical things that don't bother me that much. Like the lady who called him before who said, well, there are people who make more money than me. Well, technically more money than I. That doesn't really get to me that much. And the only reason I said anything was because it was a teacher and it was my one chance in life to correct a teacher. But when somebody says, I seen, um, I don't know if she's listening right now. She'll probably never talk to me again. But I don't know why, but it goes right through me. And you know what else goes right through me is the um, is the overuse of the word like, and it 
absolutely, I don't know what it is. It's like a needle being, it's like a lumbar puncture of words, okay? Like this, like that. You know, like this, like that, and then like I did this, but then like I did the, oh my goodness, please stop with the like. The other thing, and this was a lot bigger a few years ago than it is now, but professional athletes, not exactly the best interviews, I'm not going to lie, but the excessive use of, you know, you know. And I say it sometimes. And whenever, I just want you to know, whenever I say, you know, on the air, I want to eat a gun. Okay? I mean, <laughs> not, ex- not seriously, that's exaggeration. Uh, it drives me nuts. So what do people say that drives you nuts? Your, the way people speak pet peeves drives you absolutely crazy. And I think of all of the ones I've just mentioned, the I seen one is the one that most gets to me. And I know very intelligent people who say it, and it drives me up a wall. And this is your chance to uh, insult your fellow human beings. So knock yourself out, have at it. It's Friday, and you might as well leave them laughing. 803-0930 is the phone number. Star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. Okay, so now is your chance to excoriate your fellow listeners and fellow co-communicators on this planet. When people say what, it drives you up a wall. My own personal pet peeve, I seen. Oh, it's like email, the difference between there, there, and there. Please get that right. It's not that complicated. And having said everything that I've just said, I also want you to know that I am not perfect grammatically. Nobody is perfect grammatically, but there are some... I think, unforced errors. And believe me, I know a lot about those in life. Uh, Let's go to uh, some calls. Mark in uh, Tonawanda, you're on WPEN. Hello. Hello, Tom. This is a wonderful topic. I love this one. Um, To correct you right off the bat, though, as a byproduct of convent education, my grammar is perfect or near perfect. That being said, Two of my really big ones, her and I, should have should have went. It's oh. like should have went. Her and I, stop and think what you're saying. Break it down. It's simple, but oh no, get it all the time. Her and I went. How about we went? Let's go. Went and go see. We went and. I'm trying to think of exactly what people say. Uh, mm-hmm, went and mm-hmm. go see. Uh, it's like you're saying the same thing twice. Now, does what exactly? I mean, I know you've given us one example, but what exactly goes through your mind like a uh, hot knife through butter? <laughs> I love the cliche. Um, the problem with it is the temptation to correct. And I know you shouldn't do that. On occasion, I may gently make a correction. But I've noticed lately one of the guys at the gym will come up to me and he will he will quiz me as to what which format is correct and which isn't, which kind of surprises me. I didn't think anybody paid attention, but this guy Joe does, which That's is cool. nice. 
No, it, it it's very cool. And, uh, I mean, one of the things, um, this is going to sound really um, horrible, but one of the things about, um, like, dating a woman is if she says something like, I don't feel good, or I feel good, and I, I just, I look and I say, you mean you don't feel well, right? Can we just get that out of the way? And then the go seen, or I seen, that one, uh, I, oh, I, I have successfully corrected that one. But uh, you, you got to be like really, I just said like, you have to be extremely diplomatic in how you apply the correction. Now, you may be perfect grammatically, sir. I assure you, I am not. No, I, I make the joke. But it's funny you would say the subtle correction. Um, I was up at, at a select hospital this morning for surgery, and uh, – one of the nurses was bringing a patient through, and she said, hi, how are you doing today? And he said, I'm doing good. And she says, oh, you're doing well. I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> and I thought, ooh, very subtle. Very oh, subtle. I love it. I like that. But the right. one, one thing I see in print that drives me nuts, it's a bumper sticker. It proclaims, if you can read this, thank a teacher. In fact, your following one, Y-O-U-R. <laughs> I think to myself, come on, seriously, is this a joke? But I've seen a couple of them out there. Oh, that's seriously. very unfortunate. That very, hurts. very, very unfortunate. And and I, and I don't hate teachers. Trust me. I no, don't. no. It, see, I think, I mean, look, it, it, the way I look at it, I think it is far better if something really drives you nuts to make a correction at the beginning of the relationship oh yeah because Definitely. because that person is going to be with you at high class parties uh amongst educated people and yeah. you can't have somebody saying i seen and be taken seriously <laughs> right i don't care how good looking they are um <laughs> thank you all right, Mark, thank you uh, very much, you grammar stud you. It is uh, 527 at News Radio 930 WBEN. Wouldn't that be a pain in the ass to go out with? Probably. All right, uh, we got another half. We, we got, yeah, good grammar. Uh, we have another half hour of this fine radio program coming up on News Radio 930 WBEN. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Interesting choice. It's uh, Bowerly on News Radio 930 WBEN. Welcome to the program and having a little bit of fun here to uh, round out the week. When people say what, it drives you crazy. And there's a little grammar Nazi in all of us. And my own personal um, bugaboos are okay, there are a few. Um, I seen. No, you saw. I seen. It, it it just drives me crazy. It drives me up a wall. Now, I will say there was a uh, young lady uh, whose acquaintance I recently met who said I seen, and I said, I'm not going to tell you your name. I said, babe, um, you, you got to stop it. It's I saw, please. And she caught herself, and she instantly corrected herself. The other one is... Uh, <laughs> she won't see him anymore, but she corrected herself. Uh, but anyway, the other one is use guys. Use guys. Reminds me of some 1930s uh, Edgar G. Robbins. Use guys. Use guys. Um, and there are more. And just doing this show, please understand, I'm opening myself up to criticism because I am not perfect with the English language. At best, I hold it at bay like a lion trainer for a finite period of time, but eventually it's going to bite me in the arse, okay? 803-0930, star 930, 1-800-616-WBEN. When people say what, it goes through you like, uh, you know, crap through a goose would be one way to put it. Here is uh, Bob in Kenmore. Bob, you are on WBEN. Hello, sir. Hello. I hate when people say, do you hear what I'm saying? Do you hear what I'm saying? <laughs> you see that? You, you watch shows and stuff. My my beautiful wife watches shows, and they say, do you hear what I'm saying? Do you hear what I'm saying? <laughs> I have a theory about that. Would you like to hear it? <laughs> Go right ahead. <laughs> okay. Here, here's my theory about that. The original expression used to be, you know, you know, and then that morphed into, you know what I'm saying, which then morphed into, you hear what I'm saying. It is an extrapolation of, you know. They're sitting right in front of each other, though. Do you hear what I'm saying? Do you hear what I'm saying? You know, this is crazy. Oh, I I, I certainly understand it. You know what I mean. Do you you feel me? I mean, do you feel me? (laughs) That's only used in two appropriate contexts. Number one is right before a bar fight, and number two, when you're about to make love to somebody for the first time. (laughs) I don't don't know about that. You know, I I love the fact that you went to – um, Brighton Elementary School. Yes, sir. I used to work for a school system. I used to cut the grass there. Well, the it was there. a sad, tragic time when that building was torn down. I have some well, of it on videotape. That's, that's terrible for that neighborhood. What they built there is terrible, terrible. No, but you know what? They, it's a it's a senior citizens area now. Yeah, and, wait, and, 20, t- wait 10, 15 years from now. You know what's going to become, you know? Well, Sir, here's the the old site of the Brighton Elementary School is a microcosm and a uh, 
oh, a metaphor for the aging oh, yeah, yeah. of our population because at one point we had more kids oh, than classrooms. So I, know, we built, I know, I know. We built schools, and now to, we no longer to, have. Yeah, I went to Kemmer Middle. I went to Kemmer West. I went to everywhere. Yeah. There were so okay. many schools. It was pathetic, you know. Thank you very much. I, I appreciate the. You uh, and, uh, um, good, good talking to you. I listen to you every day. I, I appreciate that. To you every day. Okay. I appreciate that. Uh, you. you clearly uh, have bad taste in radio, but uh, we'll let that slide. When people say what, it drives you nuts. But seriously, the whole Brighton Elementary now being senior apartments, that is a metaphor for the area, if you think about it. And I'll, I'm all about metaphors. Here's uh, Mike on WBEN. Hello. Hey, how you doing, Tom? Uh, I was just uh, thinking of some of the phrases. And uh, one of the, uh, the top uh, phrases that you hear from people, uh, you often hear, um, they'll say this particular one, um, I, would like the, I would like these ones. And I would say, you mean these? And they go, no, these ones. Mm. These is plural, and that should be sufficient. But they always follow it with these ones, oh. which, is, which is kind of interesting. And uh, the other one is uh, people who say, irregardless. Mm. Right? I'm, I mean, I, I... regardless is sufficient, but they'll say irregardless, which I think they often confuse with irrespective. So... You are absolutely 100% correct. You want to hear a funny story from 1983? Young 19-year-old talk show host Tommy Bowerly used the word irregardless, and suddenly the phones lit up, and I got into a big debate with people about the legitimacy of the word irregardless, and then I realized that the people calling into bitch were absolutely correct, and I was absolutely wrong. Won't make that error again. And then uh, my wife, uh, I, don't, I won't mention the company, but my wife, uh, her company had some clients that came in and went to a Buffalo Bills game. And it was here at uh, the stadium, and they were playing the New England Patriots. And to become Buffalo Boosters, so to speak, they had some hats printed up that they distributed at the stadium. And on the hat, they had printed, Patriots Sucks. So it was, it was supposed to say Patriots Suck, but they had <laughs> Patriots sucks. And you would have thought spending the thousands of dollars on, on that particular item that someone would have made, you know, that, that detection. But uh, and that's the society we live in. And then uh, I just want to uh, comment on something before I depart. As a, as a professor for about 35 years, I, I taught in public schools. I taught junior high, senior high, and colleges. But I want to address one thing that you, uh, a comment you made just a few moments ago, which I think is very apropos. And that is you were, you were asking about the overall intelligence and the education that is given to students today. You thought perhaps your brother might have had somewhat of a superior education given the times. Um, I think you could be safely said that, as, I guess, as a cross-section, some students by today's standards, I think, can be rather unprepared. But I'd like to make this comment. The students that you would describe as bright, I think, are brighter than ever. We have some incredibly brilliant young minds. Uh, I'm very, very impressed. And it kind of harkens back. It makes me think what Thomas Jefferson said. You know, you know, America was basically the first nation to say that we were going to offer broad public education. Jefferson thought that it would be an immense waste of money and time. He said that we should have focused on the top 10 percent that are especially bright and basically invest in them so they can carry the way for others, which I thought was kind of, was, was kind of interesting. 
homeschool students in particular, um, they seem to excel. So going forward, I, I think we're in good hands because those that are bright, I think, are especially bright. Well, I mean, Thomas Jefferson also said, please don't anybody tell anybody that I'm sexually abusing my slave, Sally Hemings. Um, little known quote from Thomas Jefferson. Well, yeah, well, that, that's undeniable now with all the genetic... Oh. Absolutely. It's absolutely undeniable. And you talk about, I'm sorry, you talk about the Me Too movement. Poor Sally Hemings had no say in that whatsoever. Yeah, well, he was uh, he was promising to free her um, descendants. Um, some of them had relative freedom. But that practice was a little more common that might be, that I think heretofore was presupposed. Mm, I, I cannot disagree with you, but the power differential, it really bothers me. Anytime you've got somebody in a position of power who's able to subjugate another human being and bend them to their will by threat of force, that really nauseates me. And Thomas Jefferson certainly had his good points, read the Declaration of Independence uh, for one, but uh, for a man who is so bright and so enlightened to take such a view of another human being and treat that human being as chattel property makes me a little bit sick, not going to lie. He, uh, he struggled with that, but she gained a little bit of leverage over him. Um, part of the reason that occurred is that Jefferson had promised his wife he would basically never remarry. Right. And I suppose that as a man he possibly had needs. But he brought Sally Hemings and her brother to France with him when he was serving as a minister. And she could have sought her freedom while there. So she used that leverage to garner some freedom for her descendants. So a little piece of uh, information that you might find interesting. Uh, indeed. Uh, Thomas Jefferson is, uh, is an enigma to me um, in, in many ways. Uh, very Obviously a very bright man, but uh, also a very hypocritical man, uh, as uh, I think most of us are. Thank you uh, very much, Mike. I appreciate the uh, phone call. And Mike is absolutely right. The genetic testing that has been done has proven that uh, Thomas Jefferson did have offspring with uh, uh, a slave by the name of uh, Sally Hemings. And I'm sorry, I just I have a real problem with power differentials like that. Here's uh, Mary in uh, Clarence on WBEN. Hello, Mary. Uh, thing, things people say that drive you nuts. Hi, Tom. Um, I have a couple. Um, I can't stand the term kiddos. It's just, you know, instead of kids. Uh, uh, and ain't, I can't stand the word ain't. But the thing that really... Wait, wait, wait. Time out, time out. Ink? I'm, yeah. I'm, a, little, I'm a little lost. I mean, what, what do you describe what comes out of a pen? Ain't. Ain't. Like I ain't going to the store. Oh, ain't. Gotcha. A-I-N apostrophe T. And somebody said it's in the dictionary. I, I don't know if it is, but I can't stand it. <laughs> um, I'll throw it in occasionally thing. for a little bit of uh, verbal color. Uh, it, it, yeah. it probably drives you nuts when I do, but I do. No. Um, then the other thing is um, done instead of did. Like, um, I done the dishes instead of I did the dishes. <laughs> that drives me crazy. <laughs> uh, yeah. And how are you, okay, again, keeping in mind that all of us are grammatically fallible with the English right. language. How, right. do, do you correct people when they mess up or do you just let it slide? No, I let it slide. Well, unless it's my husband. <laughs> Well, okay. If it's if it's some if it's a random person on the street, 
I, I always let it slide. If it's somebody right. in whom I might have a romantic interest, I feel the need to correct. And <laughs> be, no, because I can't be with somebody who uses uh, bad English. And I know that sounds very horrible and very uh, superficial, but it's no, part of it. who, it's part of who I am. I mean, what am I supposed to? Am I supposed to say it doesn't matter when it does matter? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I hear you. Yeah, <laughs> I get it. Um, I mean, if if women want to be picky about guys not being six feet tall, I'm going to be picky about grammar. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. All right. Thank you. All thank right. you very much. I uh, I appreciate that. <laughs> uh, but when you've got charisma and chutzpah, doesn't really matter. Uh, anyway, yeah, it's done me a lot of good. Um. Oh, the other day, I thanked the people who let me sit at their table at uh, Samuel's Grand Manor. And I want to thank the dude last night at Sorrentino's who made me look super good in front of a hot chick and said, I thought I might see you at Music on Main Street. Can I please get a picture with you? Like, okay, man, this is really, yeah, yeah, it's it's all good. Thank you. And thank you for making, I had to pay the guy, but it, it worked out well. Anyway, uh, it is uh, 5.52 at News Radio 930 WBEN. So I still have time to take your call. What do people say that drives you absolutely crazy? My own personal pet peeve is I seen instead of I saw. And I know some very educated people who are in professional jobs who say, I seen. Ugh! Makes me, it, it truly, it, it, it upsets me. And again, the, the rule that I use is when you call in on the show, okay, I don't correct you because honestly, I think it's rude. You're nice enough to call in, and if you make an obvious grammatical error, what kind of a jerk would I be to call you out on it? I'm not going to do that, with the exception of the teacher who called in before, but that was a special exception. But uh, if it's somebody off the street, run-of-the-mill, I just I let it slide. I don't let it annoy me. Don't let it bother me. Uh, if it's somebody in whom I have an interest Look, I know that it sounds uh, superfluous. I know that it sounds shallow, but I don't want to be with somebody who can't speak proper English. I does that it, does that make me seem like a horrible human being? Look, we all have the stuff that are deal breakers, right? And a deal breaker to me would be uh, I seen, and then not correcting I seen. Um, other deal breakers. Uh, let's talk about grammatical deal breakers. Uh, by the way, 803-0930, the phone number, star 930 on the cell phone, 1-800-616-WBEN. There are a couple of words that are um, not spoken as much as they are written. Your is a big one. There's Y-O-U-R, your car. There's Y. O-U apostrophe R-E, a contraction, U-R. And actually, there's another one, Y-O-R-E, as in the days of yore. And I think I've covered that one. But there's also there. Because you can be there, T-H-E-R-E. You can uh, say it's their house, T-H-E-R. I R, and you can also say they are T H E Y apostrophe R E. People screw that up all the time, and 
am I a horrible person for judging somebody for that? Probably. <laughs> Probably a horrible person in a lot of ways. Uh, let's go to Randy in Middleport on uh, WBEN. Randy, welcome to uh, Mr. Perfect's radio show. You're on the air. <laughs> yes, sir. I got a couple fast ones. When they use do twice in the same sentence, like those people do do that. It's You don't need two do's. Mm. I, you know, I I'd have to think about possible exceptions to that. I, I got. I have to think about that. What was the other one? Uh, this statement, and one of the best communicators in the world used to use this all the time. He drove me nuts, and that was Rush Limbaugh. And he would say, from the get-go, can't stand it. From the get-go. Uh, it's, yeah. al- it's almost like uh, paying through the nose. I never quite understood that cliche. Paying from the nose? I'm sorry. I was unaware that boogers had uh, currency value. When Unless I was they were kid, collector uh, boogers. When I was a kid and had fights, sometimes I have to do that. <laughs> Pay through the nose. <laughs> yep. <laughs> uh, keep your hands up, man. Be ready to defend. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, I okay. appreciate the uh, the phone call. Uh, thanks very much, guys, for a uh, a really fun Friday. Um, and it was a really weird night last night. And um, I think tonight's going to be another really weird night. Uh, summer of 23 has been like one weird night after another, and I've got a lost track. Anyway, don't worry, I'll be Ubering. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.